0: You have to put in the work. How long can I keep myself open to repairing something that you don't want to repair? Because self-love is a full-time job.
1: Maybe the real power is just being yourself.
0: I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, January 25th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Months of film festivals, red carpets, and predictions have all led to the moment the Academy unveiled the nominations for the 2023 Oscars on Tuesday morning. As expected, A24's multiverse epic Everything Everywhere All at Once led the nominations list with 11 overall in key categories, including Best Picture, Best Actress for Michelle Yeoh, Best Supporting Actor for Ki-Huy Kwan, and Best Supporting Actress for both Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Shu. Trailing just behind are the German war epic All Quiet on the Western Front, and Martin McDonough's The Banshees of Anna Sharon, both of which scored nine nominations, including four acting nominations for the latter's cast members Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keoghan, and Carrie Condon. Blockbuster titles also hit big with the Academy, including Avatar The Way of Water and Top Gun Maverick in Best Picture, which means Tom Cruise earned a nod as a producer of the Top Gun sequel despite missing out on a Best Actor nomination. Angela Bassett, the best supporting actress frontrunner, also became the first-ever performer from a Marvel movie to bag an Oscar nomination for her work in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Surprise omissions from the list include Eddie Redmayne and Paul Dano in The Good Nurse and The Fablemans, respectively, and Viola Davis in The Woman King and Danielle Deadweiler in Till, while performers like To Leslie star Andrea Riseborough seemingly swooped in after receiving no precursor nominations. I chatted about those snubs during a post nominations Awardist Twitter space with EW editor-in-chief Patrick Gomez and senior movies editor Joshua Rothkoff, who you'll hear first here. It's a real tough one as well. Yeah. And I
1: think, I mean, it's hard not to come to at least the conclusion that um, even when you have a great performance like Daniel Deadweiler and Tilt, and you play the the money game and you do the spend and you do the campaign and you hit the trail mm-hmm. and you still get yeah. forced out of the bracket, that's a hard one. And at the same time, you know, these mornings are always a little bit of positive, a little bit of negative. It's bittersweet. Like when someone like Brian Tyree Henry makes it into the bracket, it has to be seen as a win, especially for representation. So I don't know. It's tough. I, I am not a fan of Blonde and have no problem saying it. But clearly on his total immersion, total commitment to that role, even working with a director who didn't seem to love Marilyn Monroe at all. Um, that carried the day and sometimes sometimes at the end of the day it has to do with these like daring deep dives what's tough though is that is that i would say that viola and and danielle like they committed as well yeah so that's that's what's really tough not seeing there that being said and and, and, you know it's funny because you know we were speaking uh for the podcast that was released yesterday jared with with Mm -hmm. dave carger you know, Michelle Williams was also on the bubble. Like yeah. Michelle Williams was one of those people that we were like, well, she didn't get a SAG nomination, so yeah. like, who knows if she'll make it there? Of course, yeah. I'm, gonna, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna am gonna use Josh's wording, and she got the EW cover bump, yeah, right. um, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> cover of our our Oscar kickoff issue, yeah, um, and uh, so. It's, it's interesting. This, this category was one of the most, um, volatile in terms of, yeah. in terms of who was going to end up there. That being said, at the end of the day, I really do think that it's still, uh, a two actor race between Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett for the actual win. Um, I could be pleasantly surprised, or maybe not pleasantly surprised. I think those are, those are deserving to be the two front runners, but I could be surprised on, on Oscars night. But I, I think that the nomination for the, for Anna, Andrea and mm-hmm. Michelle are, is, is the win here. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you can hear our full conversation on the Awardist podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And, of course, we have more on those snubs and surprises, along with the full list of nominations, nominee reactions, a guide on where to watch the nominated movies and performances, and a whole lot more analysis at EW.com. Trivia. It's trivia time. Yeah, that's right. We're going to switch things up a little bit today to ask a question tied to this year's Oscar nominees, which is chock full of first timers from veteran actors, including Jamie Lee Curtis and Brendan Gleeson to newcomers Barry Keoghan and Stephanie Shute. And there's quite a few in the best actor category as well. So which of the following best actor nominees is a first time Oscar nominee? Austin Butler, Brendan Fraser, or Colin Farrell? Stick around for that answer. And now, back to the news, and lots of it music-related. Panic at the Disco is no more. Frontman Brandon Urie announced Tuesday morning that the Pop Rock Group, which began as a band in 2004 with Ryan Ross, Spencer Smith, and Brent Wilson, but gradually evolved into a solo project for Urie, will disband after the band's upcoming European tour. It looks like the real winners of Super Bowl 57 will be everyone who tunes into its pregame show. Ahead of the big game on February 12th, audiences will be treated to a medley of performances from country superstar Chris Stapleton, Oscar-winning Coda actor Troy Kotzer, Abbott Elementary star Cheryl Lee Ralph, and more. Stapleton is set to sing the national anthem at the event. Ralph will perform Lift Every Voice and Sing, while singer-songwriter and producer Babyface will sing America the Beautiful. Alongside the trio's performances, Kotzer will perform the national anthem in American Sign Language. Madonna's self-described biopic about her life and career, which was originally set to be released by Universal, is no longer moving forward at the studio as Madonna prepares to embark on her Celebration World Tour. A source tells EW that Madonna still plans to make the film at some point though her focus is currently on the upcoming concert series that's set to hit 35 cities around the world throughout 2023. Variety, which first reported the news of the film's indefinite hiatus, indicated that Ozark actress Julia Garner was set to star in the film as Madonna, though an official announcement was never made. Garner's representatives did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. And one TV item for you. Lex Luthor is coming for revenge on Superman and Lois. EW exclusively revealed Tuesday that The Walking Dead and Southland star Michael Cudlitz has been cast on season three of the CW's Superman drama as a new version of the iconic DC Comics supervillain. According to the official character description, Cudlitz's Lex Luthor is known to the world as the visionary billionaire behind Lex Corp, but secretly, the criminal underworld knows who Lex truly is a brutal psychopath who terrorizes anyone. He crosses paths with. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Number three. <laughs> all right, who's up for a challenge? If so, you're in luck because the new episode of that show is our number three pick today. The Challenge Ride or Dies contestants Amber and Chauncey went home last week and Jordan and Anissa were to blame. They sent the two champions home and now have two wins in a row, giving them an extra confidence boost going into this next week. TJ revealed to the contestants that they're not at the final quite yet. There's more challenges and eliminations. Ahead. Here is a preview where the guys are talking strategy, especially as it relates to seven time winner Johnny Bananas, who hasn't been targeted at all this season.
1: Dude, this has been a wild game, dude. This dude hasn't been in elimination one time, dude. That's his, that's his MO, though. It's wild. That's his MO. It's like he's good enough to where he can win some things, right, because he has experience and he's, I mean, he's, he's pretty athletic. Yep. But then people don't they,
0: view him as something. They, they don't want to say his name. Fessy brings up a good point. There's a seven-time champion in this house who has not seen an elimination yet. You know what, Fessy? I see that, too. Hmm.
1: He kind of just sits in the back. Yeah, just skates by. Yeah, like lights a fire
0: in you. So he wins a lot and you guys let him stay? You don't like throw him in? I'm like, this is crazy. If me and Tori get power in this game, it is. Get bananas out at all costs. It's not because I don't like the guy anymore, but he's won seven times. What's he doing here? Someone's got to send him home. You want something done right, you need to do it yourself. (laughs) I gotta love a good strategy. You can watch the new episode of The Challenge, Ride or Dies, tonight at 8 on MTV to see how that pays off for them. Number two. Why choose ordinary when you can be extraordinary? That is the name of our number two pick, the new Hulu comedy series, which follows Jen, who lives in a world where everyone is afforded a superpower when they come of age, like shapeshifting or super strength. Well, almost everyone. Jen hasn't come into her powers yet, so she sets out on a journey to find not only what makes her super, but also what makes her herself. Here's a preview.
1: What do you say your greatest weaknesses? Crippling insecurity, selfish, and lazy, I lack ambition, argumentative, jealous. I only wash my hands after someone else in the bathroom. I don't know why I'd have told you that. It's my thing. I see you haven't got your power down on here. That's because I don't have one yet. You are such a brave little soldier. Carrie, I haven't got
0: a power yet. I'm not,
1: like, terminal. I do you know you're not gonna get your power the second you turn we're just going to ignore the fact she broke the fridge, George. Oh, oh, yeah. Christ, that's very high. I want a power. I want one so badly. Are you staring at a dog? Nah, it's not a dog. That's a demon. I'm not depressed. I'm in the middle of a redemption arc. I'm going to sort your life out. My cousin was like you. Then he went to one of those clinics. Are you looking to start your power, journey today? Yes, I am, Denise. I'm scared nothing will change, and then I won't even have hope. I'll just have me. What else do they recommend? Uh, Long walks, sex, spicy food.
0: You're looking at how to induce labour.
1: No, I'm not. Oh, how dilated is your cervix? Gents. Oh, I can do that. It's called a wig. The real power is just being yourself. That is
0: the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, No. Wacky, colorful, and over the top. This show is a new spin on the classic superhero story. You can watch the new series, Extraordinary, on Hulu right now. All episodes are available to stream. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. Things are getting extra icy on our number one pick today, and it's not just because of the cold weather. It would be the attitudes of the ladies on The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The reunion kicks off tonight, and as always, Andy Cohen hosts, and drama ensues. Now, all of the messiest moments from season three are rehashed, including that mystery surrounding Heather Gay's black eye. And on a recent appearance on Andy's show, Watch What Happens Live, Whitney divulged that Heather and Meredith will be caught in the most lies during the reunion. Here is a uh, sneak peek at what's to come there. You seem to insinuate that Meredith had a pill problem.
1: I mean, that's what I was That oh. is a bitchy thing to say,
0: Whitney, have you spoken to your abuser since these memories resurfaced? Why do you believe Coach encouraged Jen to plead guilty? I don't know what the first thing about their relationship. I think it's, you know, pulling on a thread. How long can I keep myself open to repairing something that you don't want to repair? My issues with Lisa today have nothing to do with her childish tantrum. Funny that you'll believe someone going to prison for lying over me. And I woke up in my pajamas and a horrible black eye. It, it looked terrifying. like you were assaulted. I know. Do you think Jen punched you in the eye? Well, someone you won't see on the reunion. Jen Shaw. She pled guilty to wire fraud after primary production of the season finished and was sentenced earlier this month to six and a half years in prison. Perhaps we will hear from her in a solo interview. But for now, join Meredith, Heather, Whitney, Lisa, Dana, and Angie Squared for part one of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion, starting tonight at eight on Bravo. Finally, today, the answer to our trivia question, which of these actors is a first-time Oscar nominee this year? Austin Butler, Brendan Fraser, or Colin Farrell? That would be all of them. Trick question there, sorry about that. For the first time in decades, every actor nominated for Best Actor this year is a first-time nominee. Paul Mescal and Bill Nighy round out the list with nods for their performances in the indie films After Sun and Living, respectively. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shepp and Joey Nolfi, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. One, two, Watch.